Needles can be traumatizing for many kids, and with the COVID vaccine soon to be available for children 5 to 11, our next guest has tips and strategies for parents to help prepare their children and comfort them through the vaccination experience. Dr. Christine Chambers is the Scientific Director for Canadian Institutes for Health Research Institute of Human Development, and she joins us now. Good morning, Dr. Chambers. Good morning. Well, you know, it comes up with COVID and this availability for the vaccine for ages 5 to 11 coming soon. But I think that these tips can be universal when it comes to inoculations for our kids. So what what can we do as parents to make it easier on them? Yeah, absolutely. You're totally right. I mean, there is tons of research to support how to best prepare kids for needles, vaccinations, and the tips apply to the upcoming COVID vaccination as well as flu shots. So uh, there's a lot that parents can do. And we generally think about the things that parents can do before a needle, um, during a needle, and after a needle. So before a needle, parents can just be honest about, um, you know, there's a procedure coming. Sometimes parents have a hard time, um, you know, uh, admitting to their children that they're going to have to need this needle. And so that can be really tricky. I think you're right. That is key, right? It's it's prepping them by being honest because they they may not know what's coming, but they'll know when it happens. So you might as well prep them appropriately and really explain exactly what it is, what it might feel like, that sort of thing, right? Don't no no sense trying to trick them. Yeah, it's a great education opportunity, and obviously the language you use and how much information you share and when depends on the age of the child. But it's a great opportunity to talk about how vaccines are there to keep us healthy and to keep other people healthy. And, um, you know, if you're not honest with your kids when it comes time to have a needle, then they won't trust you when it comes to other uh, medical situations or other information. So that honesty and the opportunity to educate are really important. All right. So I'm wondering, and uh, strategy wise, Dr. Chambers, we want to, you know, give them the heads up. We want to share information with them. But uh, and, I'm, and I might this might be a loaded question. How soon ahead of the vaccination do we let our kids know about it? Because I know some can be worriers if you say, hey, next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you don't want to say, hey, where are we going, mom and dad? We're going to get your vaccination. How do we find that sweet spot? Yeah, and that's a really tricky one for parents to navigate. And it really depends on the age of the child and also what kind of temperament they have. So if your child is a worrier, um, then, you know, telling them a week beforehand may just kind of create more anxiety. um, And perhaps a day beforehand or two days beforehand might be appropriate. But some children really like to plan ahead. uh, And so that's really something that parents need to kind of gauge. And I always just recommend to parents to ask their children to say, you know, when would you like me to tell you uh, that we have to have a vaccination? Kids are actually um, really great at providing parents with that kind of feedback. I can uh, add a tip to your list as well, doctor. And this is uh, from my own experience this time around taking my kids for their COVID shot is that I have two and one got theirs done and then stood and watched the other one getting their shot. And we had a little incident. So I, I would suggest too that, you know, maybe you, you once one is done, you kind of occupy the other one because I don't know that watching each other is a good idea too, because that can be quite stressful as well on them. 
Yeah, you, you raise a really good point. There can be kind of almost a contagion of anxiety. Um, and I have four kids myself, so I have to give a lot of thought to who goes first yes. and what the other ones do. And that you raise a really important part point about distraction. Um, distraction is one of the key strategies that research has found really helps to reduce pain and fear during vaccination. So I often recommend to parents that, you know, they make sure they bring their iPhone, have a new movie or some sort of novel app on their phone that their kids can engage with while they're having the needle. So distraction really works as does, you know, encouraging kids to relax, take deep breaths, um, you know, really try to relax their body. Again, research shows that that makes the needle hurt less. I've used distraction my entire life, Dr. Chambers, to get through things, but uh, it's a different story. Uh, I'm wondering, uh, post-vaccination, nobody wants to see their children in, in pain or discomfort. And, and, you know, for the most part, it doesn't happen, as we all know, who've, uh, those folks who've had vaccinations. But in the case they are a little uncomfortable, what should we do and what should we have on hand to, to maybe combat some of that discomfort after the shot? Yeah, so uh, a lot of parents uh, will administer Tylenol or something after the needle, and it's really important, actually, that parents not do that before the vaccination. Um, So there's uh, been research to show that administering something like acetaminophen before a vaccination could interfere with the efficacy of the vaccine. Um, The kinds of things you can do after, and it's really important for the COVID vaccine where you know you have to take them back for a second dose, right? So you really want to talk with your child about what went well, give them a lot of praise, um, ask what you could have done to make it more positive for them or reflect on that um, and really create a lot of um, positivity around the experience so that you're setting them up for success. Uh, research has shown that what kids remember and the kind of feelings that they walk away from with that needle, that first needle can impact how they approach and how much pain they have the second time around. So very true. Great, great points. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Hopefully that helps a lot of parents or grandparents out there. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Dr. Christine Chambers, Scientific Director for Canadian Institutes of Health Research.